0: Intellectual humility, the fastest way to go from where you are right now to where you want to be in any area of life. But what the heck is intellectual humility? Hey, David Essel here, and you're tuned into the most positive podcast in the universe, the galaxy, and anywhere else you can imagine you might find a podcast. That's David Essel alive, helping Americans and the world to heal. All we do is bring good news. That's it. And I'm going to talk about something today that could radically change your life. But I'm going to give you a warning. It's going to be tough. It's going to be worth it, but it's going to be difficult, and that is intellectual humility. One of my psychology magazines recently had this incredible article. I had never heard of intellectual humility, but when they defined it, I said, oh, my Lord, I just did it, but I have not mastered it. What is intellectual humility? It's what it says. It means that we have a discussion with someone about a topic that we are certain we know a lot about, and instead of giving our opinion, we ask questions, we ask them for their knowledge. We ask them for their experience. It doesn't matter if we've been doing X for 100 years and we're talking to someone that's been doing X for 10 years. You never know how much someone can radically change your beliefs by listening with an open ear, which means being humble. So let's say I'll give, you self, I'll give myself as an example. If 30 years ago or 25 years ago, I was doing an interview on a recovery and the 12-step organization, I would say that the 12-step organization is not a place I'd put a lot of faith into because they have a 10% success rate and a 90% failure rate. I wouldn't go there. I wouldn't even attend meetings. That was me 20 or 25 years ago. Now, over that period of time, thank freaking God I've gotten humble, less arrogant, some people would say. and I am now open to other people's ideas. And so now if someone said, what do you think of the 12-step program? I say the same thing every time. Listen, if it works for you and you don't cross addict and you don't relapse for 365 days in a year, do not change a thing. Now that is intellectual humility because I've learned that there are some people that do heal from that program. It's like intermittent fasting. I'm not a huge fan of it. However, even though I'm not a huge fan of it for a thousand different reasons, I saw it on the cover of a health magazine uh, in a grocery store the other day. I was shocked because I hadn't heard anything about intermittent fasting on social media and the news and probably over a year or two years now. So it was interesting that it was on the cover of the magazine. Now, even though I'm not a fan of intermittent fasting, when I work with people that want to lose weight or bodybuilders that want to get in great shape and they say, hey, what do you think about intermittent fasting? I say, try it. Who knows? I wouldn't do it because it wouldn't fit with my brain chemistry, but it might work for you. See, that's intellectual humility. Now, let's take you. When you see a post on social media that pisses you off, Or you see a post on social media where you say, oh, they don't even know what they're talking about. Let me correct them. Don't. If you want to ask a question of them, ask a question. Where did you get your information? I'm very interested. I I never knew this about saving relationships or making more money or investing or losing weight. I've always had the opposite opinion. But your post is now making me curious. Can you share with me where you got your information and how it's worked? See, that's intellectual humility. That means that we might be an expert in a field, but we can still learn. I was just on a podcast this morning with this brilliant guy in the world of addiction recovery who happens to know a lot more than I do about a certain part of recovery. And I'm fascinated. And he's the host, and he's asking me questions, and I'm just as interested in his belief systems as mine. Okay, that's intellectual humility. And when I'm on his show again, I will ask him to explain how ABCD works or some other program that he does that I may not be familiar with. When I was introduced to cognitive behavioral therapy, now we're talking about 40 years ago, I looked at it as, oh my God, come on, snapping a rubber band on your wrist and making a couple statements. How is that gonna really change someone's habits or belief systems? Then 40 years later, I use it all the time in my practice. Do you know what I mean? So I believe in God very deeply, the essence of God, but I believe in a, maybe a different version of God. I believe in a version of God that is within me much more so than some, uh, created by man, a statement about God. And I'm not putting created by man statement by God down because I'm going to say the same thing I say about 12 step. If you're beliefs about God or your religion brings you to inner peace, service, humility, vulnerability, kindness, compassion, I have nothing against that. Keep going after whatever your religion is called. Keep doing it. If it brings you all of these beautiful things and you're serving humanity, oh my Lord, who am I to tell you? See, this is intellectual humility. I may not agree or understand why you love a certain religion or church or whatever else, but I can ask you questions. Like, does this bring you closer to yourself? Does this bring you closer, your faith or your religion or whatever it is to your family? Does it allow you to have a greater impact in a positive way on this world? I can ask you questions about maybe a religion I don't believe in, but if you can educate me And what you're getting out of it, oh, my God, please. You know, I remember um, in the 90s when I was into training very hard, physically training really hard, and I had heard about these guys in this gym, and they were doing this really high-protein diet. It was around 1995, 1996, and I thought, what a bunch of crap, because I was not intellectually humble. I was not a part of that, that, that source of information that says, well, why don't you ask questions if you don't understand it or you don't agree with it? Just because they're doing high protein, why don't you go and ask them why? <laughs> See, this is where arrogance gets in, right? We can think we are so smart in certain areas of life that we're missing the ball game. And I missed the ball game. I continued for another couple years with my high carbohydrate loading before I went and trained and everything. And then when I switched to the brilliant men in the gym that were doing something I was putting down a year and a half earlier, my body fat dropped dramatically. I never had a lot of body fat, but by going to a high protein, high vegetable diet, oh my God. See, I was lacking intellectual humility. I thought I knew it all. Now, there may be cases, and it could happen in 30 seconds (laughs) when I get off of this podcast where someone says something like, oh, my God, that'll never work. That's just stupid. And then I got to pause. And let me mention something. Write this down. Intellectual humility and circle it. And what I want you to do is purposefully look to talk to someone that you may not agree with and ask them to educate you why are you hanging out with the homeless? Why do you care so much about the homeless? They're dirty. They're lazy. They're addicts. They're drug addicts. They're alcoholics. They don't give anything to society. So why the heck are you working at a homeless shelter? Why do you even stop and talk to the homeless? If I was someone that didn't like the homeless and I could find someone that did, I would want to know why. Since they're so dirty and so scummy and they bring nothing to this world, why do you want to work with them? Now, if someone asked me that question, I could answer it in an extremely affirmative, positive way because I love the homeless. But that doesn't mean you have to. But if you and I were talking and you didn't like the homeless and you said, David, why the hell are you stopping your car, rolling your window down at a red light and talking to a homeless person and asking their first name and asking how their day is and everything? Now, if you asked me that question because you were intellectually humble and I gave you my answer. It may or may not affect you. My, my answer is not meant to affect you and change your mind. My answer is just to give you the truth of why I do it. And then you can walk away and decide once you have that information, you know, that kind of makes sense. Maybe it'd be good for me to do that. Or that guy's nuts. David Essel is crazy. He's nutso talking to those losing homeless. And whatever your answer is, is fine with me. See, this is all about intellectual humility. And when you really want to look at it, it's all about being humble. Can you be more humble? Can you look for people you disagree with and ask them to educate you? And at the end of their education, if you don't agree with them, that that's okay. Or at the end of their statement, you agree with them, that's okay. I'm not here to, to, to choose sides and have winners and losers. I'm here to help you grow. And I will tell you this. If I knew what I know now about intellectual humility when I was 25 years of age, it would have had the greatest impact on my life I could ever have imagined. My addictions would have ended fairly quickly at 25 when I talked to people and I really wanted to hear their answers about why it's important to be sober. I could give you a thousand reasons of when I was 25 years of age or 30 or 40 or maybe even two years ago (laughs) that I was not intellectually humble and how it limited my growth. I want your growth to skyrocket. And one of the fastest ways to do it is what I'm telling you. And always remember this, I'm not telling you this to change your beliefs or your habits or anything else. I'm telling you this to open your mind because you might find something so startling, stunning, amazing, Then it rockets you to the next level, which is the only damn thing I care about. You've been listening to David Essel live, helping Americans and the world to heal at Buzzsprout.com. Oh my God, go and listen to all the different audios we have there, the different programs we have there. We are doing shorter versions so that you can get in and out quickly. I hope that this touches you. I hope this little podcast that we're doing has a big difference in your life. And remember, it's all about good news. Visit us at talkdavid.com, talkdavid.com. You can do a free 20 minute session with me on the phone there's a sign up there. Three of our top selling books, absolutely free. Get intellectually humble and get them all for free. And if you disagree with me, great. And if you agree with me, great. And I hope you learn something. This is David Essel telling you, I can't wait till next time. Have the most amazing day ever.